At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Shoe the Dough Podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean, Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron, patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker, in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae! Ah! I was a rail ranger at heart, <laughs> but they wouldn't let be me one. be one, and I'm still bitter as a 36-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have rail rangers in your church? No. You? Okay. I'm honestly not even sure what that is. I'm just sitting here. It's like enjoying- an AG. I had Chippendales Rescue Rangers. That's better than Chippendales. <laughs> Nothing true. afterwards. That's true. Is it I like Cubbies? Yeah, it's but it was it was in the like it was in church. So it's like a like rail rangers. I went to an AG church and so there was the Rail Rangers, which was like the Cub Scouts, and then there was the um Prims, which I hope you can hear the disdain in my voice. <laughs> The Prims. From like Hunger Games? Before. It was way okay. before that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which was, I guess, their version of Girl Scouts. Except for that it was all about sewing. Oh. And being a proper girl. And you wanted to go learn like knife work. And yeah, man. I would much rather do that and... than sew. No girls allowed, says BDG. And that's correct. I was kicked out of every single one of their Didn't you meetings. just like go hang out in the back? Yeah. And try to like sneak your way in? Yes. And you quote the stuff with them? Yes. And... I really I just tried see to little Danae doing that. <laughs> can you see just little Danae I like can. crawling into the, um, the sanctuary, you know, it, just hiding behind in the, the pews? Ducks. <laughs> so it was very difficult for me to like let that go, but eventually I did some a little bit of it. I, yeah, I feel bit. like you haven't fully let that <laughs> yeah. go yet. I, the fact that you're talking about it today, Sorry. thirty years later, I'm pretty sure you haven't completely let it go. Yeah, I haven't. I did cheat on my Bible reading. I've been holding that in for a long time. <laughs> Wait, how do you cheat on Bible reading? Oh, yeah, they just give you a chart. It says, you know, did you read this? Oh, you just you clicked just, yes? Just check mark. Well, back then it was pencils and paper. Right, yeah. right, yeah. I just was like, sure I did. I meant click the mechanical pencil, of course. That's, you know, I wasn't. I also switched up pens and pressure to give the illusion <laughs> that it was different days. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I feel like you're not alone there. <laughs> I cannot believe how smart kids are with their deception. That is. Oh, I better go find a red pin for this one. Yeah. So it didn't look like it was the same day. Well, nicely done. I'm glad Thanks. all those Bible verses stuck. How ironic that one of those verses you probably checked off having read was probably about, you know, do not lie, you know, be honest. But that's why you don't read it. So you don't know. And you don't <laughs> feel guilty. Don't ignorance. When you get to heaven, you just be like, I didn't know. Was, was, I, was, I was I supposed to read town. that thing? What was I supposed to do? Uh, you guys ready to shoe a dough? Let's do it. Yep. All right. This is episode 155 of Shoe the Dough. By the way, the intro you heard today was a brand new intro uh, from our friend Andy as Kermit the Frog. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, you know, Andy, for sending that in. If you want to send in your intro, whether it's as a character or as yourself, yeah. the script is at a website that Aaron and I have called AaronAndDanae.com, mm-hmm. and you'll see a quick link there at the very top. Please feel free to do that and just send us the audio, and we will play it before the show. We love the fan intros. It's one of our favorite things. So thanks, Andy, for doing that. We wanted to mention that uh, off the top. The other thing we wanted to mention right at the beginning, this is the final shoe before Danae goes on her leave. So going to have a baby and be gone. So we're going to be on hiatus for a couple months, probably. Probably well, like a couple years. Yeah, cu- A couple years. <laughs> I just okay. wanted to throw a wrench. No, <laughs> wait till we're live. <laughs> and then just say, I'm going to be gone for two years. Yeah, I'll be I'll be stepping out of the studio for the great adjustment to parenthood. I hear it's a little bit of a rocky start sometimes. <laughs> 
So I'm giving myself some time to, you know, adjust to all that. So we'll keep up. We'll, you know, keep up with people, kind of let you know what we're thinking. But we plan on coming back uh, in a couple months. And, uh, you know, it'll also give us some time to kind of, you know, we often reevaluate shoe, figure out, you know, kind of what the next step is for it. We've thought about, you know, the evolution of the live, shoe. We've, we've thought about video live stream, you know, about kind of changing it into that kind of thing. We've thought about um, different concepts of how to do it. We're also right next to our next Patreon goal, which would mean it would be live twice a week rather than once a week. So mm-hmm. um, that may be happening by the time we, you know, start it back up. So it'll be it'll be interesting. And. We're probably going to have another guest with us every single time because I'm hoping to bring my child with me to work. So that'll be interesting. You put her on the air right away. Right away. <laughs> what do you have to say, little one? Well, will Iris sound like that first show back? Um, pretty sure she's going to be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope. Um, yeah. So this will be. This will be. You ready for it? The final shoe to drop. Guys, we practiced this. We practiced this. I couldn't laugh, so I just sang awkward singing. Our entire exclusive pre-show was about fake laughing, and neither of you can fake laugh. Here we go. We're gonna try again. Okay. This will be the final shoe to drop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine. Moving on. Uh, Nope. Nope. I couldn't keep... No. We did genuinely laugh there. Yeah. Yeah. Not at me, though. Well, actually, <laughs> well, kind, yeah, of at kind, of, kind of at me. <laughs> kind of at me. It's you. always at me. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. We've, of course, got some uh, some fun that we'll have at the end, play a little bit of true or false. But first, from the corners of the world and the internet and anywhere where it comes from, we look around, we gather stuff. This stuff is called news, and now the three of us will peruse the news. I need to give you a timer. Either that or my lung capacity is very (laughs) compromised right now. Probably probably a little bit of both. All right, we've each got, uh, we're going supersized since it's our final shoe for a little bit. And we probably should mention Kindle's here. And, I'm and here. Kendall is here. I well, still Kendall. wasn't sure when I was allowed to because <laughs> you haven't introduced me, but it's fine. You know, you should feel great about that. You should feel really good about that because it just means we see you as a part of the show. Oh, like you're not a guest. So sweet. You're just a third host at this point. Yeah, so you're just randomly here. That's right. At different times. Um, this is Kendall. Kendall I'm has Kendall. joined us before. Kendall will be here today, and uh, we'll each do three peruse the news but today. I have four i wasn't prepared i have four what are you we talked about Hold doing three no. each yeah we talked about it but i did not but agree. you didn't have enough so we were gonna let you just slide with two well i've got so. three awesome here okay. we go who wants to start first kendall's gonna start us off Rapping teacher turns social studies lessons into songs. So all of these kids, obviously, they are not like middle school age. They don't really want to learn about history. And they were all having problems with test scores and learning. So this teacher takes a poll on the most popular songs that are out right now and gets the karaoke versions and raps all of the lessons. Whoa. And all the kids are rapping along, learning these songs. I think this is brilliant because just, I learn better whenever it's to song or mm-hmm. to kind of like a cadence anyway, and then it makes it more fun. This is like a this is like a movie cliche from every movie about the new teacher that comes in to the inner city class or whatever, <laughs> and and then they end up doing like a creative lesson plan where Are they wrap the lesson. Paradise, yeah, yeah. It's like every like Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, yeah. going into the inner city. Tell it's, me why. Exactly. And now it's real life. So, you know, it's like life imitating art. Is there a, a source out there? I don't know if it's in your article or not that has a video or something mm-hmm. where you can actually because I am I want to go listen to that later. Yeah, I'll I'll wait, Aaron. Don't look at me with your fear in your eyes. No, I was just, just wondering gonna... if you were going to pull it up oh. now and everybody can listen. Oh, okay. About a month ago, month ago, we learned about that go, go, go. Before we started, y'all were so, 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 so. About the branches, y'all were no more, no more. Let's start with that CG1, CG1. Fixing the Constitution till it's done, till it's done. Split up the powers into 391, 391. Give me a check out, balance son, balance son. The 10 amendments were the Bill of Rights, Bill of Rights. I love this kid in the front row. He's popping and mocking. <laughs> 
finish. He had to fight, had to fight. Connected glove would be super tight, super tight. Moving right into CG2, CG2. The founding fathers knew what to do, what to what do. What is CG2? House legislative crew by camera rule. A place to pass all these laws through, laws through. So like the segment? Yeah, I'm thinking it's the lesson. Well, they're definitely into it. They're into it. That's kind of fun. I think for me, it it also kind of speaks to what's happened with Hamilton on Broadway and with this idea of taking history and putting it in verse. Right. I I just, you know, Lin-Manuel is a genius. And I think, you know, that's, I mean, obviously that's not Lin-Manuel quality (laughs) of... You know, rhyme and verse, Never. but That's totally. <laughs> but it was you know, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Everyone learns in different ways. I know for me, all throughout high school, I'm very visual, yeah. and they the school systems aren't set up for that. So I had a really hard time learning throughout school. Um, but I love the idea that there's a teacher out there who's willing to take his own time to come up with those and come so up with cool. different ways for students to learn. About a month ago, month ago. <laughs> We did a podcast called Shoe the Dough. Oh! Shoe the Dough. Yes. I like that response. That was fun. <laughs> All right, Danae, what do you got? A super grateful teen gives up most of a $500,000 lottery win to his parents. Whoa. I just thought it was cool. It's super quick. What uh, is a teen doing playing the lottery? He's 19 years old, so technically can play the lottery, picked up a ticket, couldn't believe that he won, and he, hi- he kept $5,000 for himself and gave... Uh, the rest of it to his parents uh, because he said my parents have done so much for my sister and me so helping them takes a big weight off of their shoulders and mine too so it's just a real kind of like nice thing i i think like isn't that the kind of kids you want to raise aaron i i'm well yeah (laughs) (laughs) with the the kind of kids that would give me 500 grand yeah that's certainly the kind of kids uh, i would love to raise um i and i think he probably knows his parents are going to use that wisely right and provide mm-hmm. for him, you know, whether it be for college or, you know, for different things. Um, it's just neat to see that it actually happens. So he's chosen to stay anonymous. So people in the community actually don't know his name. They don't know who his family. They have no idea who he is. But this is what he's decided to do. Because you can do money. that when you win the lottery. You yep. can remain anonymous. Uh, Which is smart to do. Uh, yeah. I if agree. <laughs> I ever won the lottery, I would absolutely remain anonymous. There's a couple of things to think about, right? When it's Christmas time and you get that brand new TV, maybe you don't want to put the, the big box out on the road saying, hey, uh-huh. I've just got a whole bunch of really cool new equipment, mm-hmm. or whether you buy it at Christmas or not. Just, mm-hmm. you know, be smart. Yeah. Also, maybe if you win half of a million dollars, don't put your name out there. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Absolutely. Uh, my first one for Peruse the News, Harvard scientists say aliens may be using giant radio beams to travel the cosmos. So this is fascinating. Wait, hold, hold on a second. Who, who said maybe? Harvard scientists. So these are some scientists at Harvard. Okay, okay. Decent school, Harvard. It's, you know, that's Ivy League. Right. This isn't just like, you know, some podunk school. Right. Uh, they have spotted some beams like 600 light years away, something like that, long ways away. With telescopes. That don't make sense unless they're being purposefully used as transportation. So I'm not going to get into the exact science of it, but basically it has to do with radio beams and the energy of radio beams pushing like a interstellar cruise ship through like a sailboat. So it's using radio beams to push these ships really fast through space. Harvard scientists, comma, on LSD, comma. Does this not Maybe fascinating to you? Maybe rainbows and mm. unicorns. I, I don't, don't believe it. I can't perceive it personally. I just know it's above my pay grade. Do you not? Do you not? Are you not open to the idea that we would ever find another culture somewhere else in the universe? I'm totally open to I'm that. Open to that, but the fact that some Harvard guy was just like, "This could be a thing." You know, it's I fun. mean, maybe it, one of his quotes is yeah. he says, "I know any times you you bring extraterrestrial life into something, then people are going to immediately, you know." Question it, doubt it, those kind of things. But it really is the thing that makes the most sense about this phenomena that we're seeing is that it is you just, for travel purposes. You, you lost me at radio pushing a tugboat through space or something. <laughs> <laughs> that That's where it kind of got. I was just trying to make it, you know, a little less scientific. Oh, so that's not their quote. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. But it is like a sail. It's like a sail kind of thing where, you know. Oh, like a- where they pick up the the waves and then that yes it doesn't propel them it like pulls no i think it propels them propel and push yeah it's like a black hole in space no i don't think it has anything to do with a black hole 
but like how it it transport <sighs> is it like a it's like a highway versus a, a portal you're thinking a portal i think okay and this yeah. is more like so a this highway. is like finding nemo like where they're going the turtles are going That's through the good, portal yes. okay so why are they instantly thinking that another life form is using it? Why couldn't it just be Well, they there? didn't instantly think that. At first, they were just like, oh, here's this phenomenon that's interesting, you know, way, and it's these light beams, and they look really strange. And then the more they studied it, the more it became evident to them that a good explanation for it was Would that it be. was purposeful transportation because of the way it was happening, where it was happening from, those kind of things. They're called FRBs, so in case you ever want to, you know. Go pick one up at the store. Go pick one up at the store. <laughs> Just go look for an FRB. I want to be in the same room as these scientists trying to explain it to people like us. Uh, we plebeians. Like, I, I hope they would be like, you know what's here's, even better? Here's some puppets. No. And <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is even better to be in the room of a plebeian trying to explain to other plebeians something he doesn't fully understand, but has just enough idea about <laughs> that he read it in some article. That's even better. What do you got next, Kindle? All right. How about a toilet paper face recognition system? So in what? Beijing, they're trying to cut down on the amount of toilet paper waste. Good for them. And so you have to stand in front of a machine for about two minutes in order to get a few pieces of toilet paper. And they scan your face. That way they know who to come after if you try to take more. <sighs> That's this basically, is about conservation? It's about conservation, yes. Because I thought... So before we do the show, sometimes we'll read the article headlines just to make sure we're not going to have the same headlines. And when you read this one earlier, I thought this was going to be like the toaster printer. You know, where like <laughs> you put the toaster in the machine and it prints your face on it and you can eat it. I thought people were like going to be printing their faces on toilet paper. No. Nope. Danae. Like, what? That's Why so would, rude. You're just throwing That's that. rude. I, but really, Danae. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, whose face do I want to wipe my butt with? <laughs> It sounds therapeutic. <laughs> I had no idea. Now I'm like really, wait, wait, my mind is blown because how do they know what you need? Do you like also press a button? Like I'm feeling like this could be pretty big. <laughs> I, I had tacos last night. Right. Like, yeah. I think it's like sort of... the paper towel scanners where you put your hands under it and it like gives you a certain amount of paper towel. And then if you want more, because that's never enough, you have to stand there even longer Man, so but for takes, toilet paper. It takes two minutes to get a few things of toilet paper. And if you want more, then you're going to have to stay in the bathroom for like 10 minutes just to get enough. And if you do too much, then you could potentially get in trouble. Like, hey, you are you've gone over mm -hmm. your allotment. Because they're like scanning your face. They're not scanning your hand. See, I would think this would make much more sense for the paper towel dispenser. Like that it would be yeah. like you're you don't need this, you know, this many, many paper, paper towels. towels. Yeah. I feel but like that. I I, I, agree I just with feel you. like TP is a personal choice, and have, that little TP machine doesn't know my needs. I have to tell you, I went to a baby shower years and years and years ago, and they played one of those silly games, and it was where you pass around a roll of toilet paper, and you don't know what the full game is, and right. the only instruction you're given is take off what you would normally use, and so then it caused a discussion like, mm -hmm. well, what are we talking about here? <laughs> what kind of use? Mm -hmm. I'm going to skip a lot of the details and just go to. There was one person. Who basically wrapped her entire hand like a like a like a mitten? <laughs> it, it, her her arm looked like a gigantic Q-tip. She had so much. I told you it's gonna clog so much. I was super offended by it, and it caused. <laughs> I still remember it to this day because I'm like, man, she way overuses. She's toilet killing paper. our planet. <laughs> yes, I like this system for her. <laughs> Just her. It's not for me. But for those of us who use it appropriately. I, I was thinking the same thing I want it for my boys. Like they use way too much toilet paper. So you yeah. don't need to have a 12 foot barrier between your hand no. and you know whatever. No. You don't. I mean if anything happens you can wash your hands. It's like not it's not the, it's end, not of the, the end of the world. So all right, oh. moving on. <laughs> um I like this one cuz it made me feel like super happy. Um there is a 28% increase in tourism to Portland right now because of sloth. There's a sloth sanctuary there. So people can go to this zoo and there's all these rescued sloths. Now, normally I don't like zoos, but I'm learning that there's a lot of rescue involved in zoos. And so I'm far more okay with it. And if you want, you can feed them for a hundred bucks. You can go and feed them. Cool. Um, you can visit privately and kind of, you know, see hug them. Hug can them you hug stuff. them? Yes. Or you can pay even more than that. I think it's like $600 a night and you can stay the night in the sloth sanctuary. 
Oh. Sloths are very romantic. <laughs> they okay. are. If you're feeling <laughs> alone, you got a sloth. Because they're really good. <laughs> sloths, no, they're really romantic because they're, they're really good at slow dancing. Because they're, they're hmm. sloths. I just need a cricket sound effect. That's all. <laughs> you really well, do. I'll be fine. Just crickets. Uh, sloths, interestingly, I did not know this. They sleep anywhere from 16 to 22 hours a day. Um, we know that they move slowly. I did not know these two things, that they need constant hydration. Like They're always at risk of being dehydrated. Hmm. But the one that really was interesting to me is that their worst predator on the planet is stress. What? Yeah. This that doesn't is, make any sense. This is such an interesting thing. I would think they'd be de-stressed. They have a, a gut system. I don't know if I want to go into all the science of it, but um, when hey, they're it can't stress- be worse than radio waves and sails. <laughs> so feel free. If they're stressed out, the way that their digestive system is created, it can kill the flora in their stomach. Mm. And they can they can just die just from being stressed out. So like loud noises stress them out. A lot of movement sometimes stretches them wow. out. So, oh. so they, they are scared to death. Literally they can sometimes. literally die just if they're not. So their whole entire existence is moving slow, sleeping a lot, eating, making sure they're hydrated and chilling out. That's literally this creature. That's my kind of animal. I was right? going to say, man, that consider me a sloth. Me. So Don't if you sneak go, up on me. If you want to go hang out with them and learn about them, you can do that in Portland. Very nice. I, I really appreciate to get serious for a second today. I really appreciate your even just stating how your mood is shifting about Zeus. Like that was, I think that's a really big thing for you because I know that has been a huge thing for you is not liking zoos, not liking going, just seeing the animals in captivity and that kind of stuff. And I'm, and I'm not saying there aren't some things that our zoos need to do better. Right. But it's, but it's interesting to hear you talk about the, the recovery work that's done with a lot of these, these places and that they are, zoos are shifting. Zoos are shifting to becoming more about environmentalism and saving animals and those kind of things. So that's that's really cool. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. No, I think, I'm maturing as a no, person. No, growth is so cool. I just I love when people you know are You're so right. stuck in <laughs> in. There a would thing. be a huge moment of time that I would have never talked about that. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I just think that's cool. I just I think that's an inspiration to all of us to always be checking. You the know internet. what we what we, yes the internet, never get off the internet. <laughs> I think that's that's Sorry, the main Aaron. lesson. Sorry, that well, is the main lesson. I no, that's fine. No, I, I think like people I get it. I think people get it. All right, uh, my next one. Someone copied the wrong person on an email, and it might destroy Uber. Have you guys heard this story? No. So there's a lot of things going on at Uber already with some of the ways they're treating their drivers, some of the um, uh, sexism accusations that they've been under. Have you not heard about any of this? Okay. It's just a big business thing. They've been in a lot of trouble recently. Okay. But this may be the thing that undoes them completely. Uh, I don't want to get into all the details. It's kind of legal, those kind of things. But it basically comes down to somebody accidentally sent an email, not only to them, but also to somebody at Google about how they were stealing stuff from Google to give to Uber in the self-driving car area. Because the end goal of all of these self-driving car things are to be rental companies where you pay a monthly fee, like you pay an Uber fee of, let's say, you know, 100 bucks a month or whatever. And the car will come pick and you up. Yeah, you just tell it when you need a car and where you're going, and a self-driving car will come pick you up, take you there, and... You and know. that way you don't have to have a car. Yeah, you don't have to have a car. So your car payment is basically, you know, a rental payment instead of a. That's their end payment. goal. Yeah. So that's what they're trying to do. So this technology that they're using uh, at Google, who somebody left there and was giving it to Uber. <gasps> and so now Uber's under legal attack. Google is suing them. Mm. And it may actually take the, the company down completely. Wow. So Uber yeah, may be Yeah, because you done. can't make ABC mad. ABC. That's the parent company of Google. A- Alphabet. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> you can't make them mad. I was thinking, wait, ABC owns Google? <laughs> oh, right. Because there's another company named ABC. <laughs> yes, there is. The American Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I was like, man, I thought Google was bigger than ABC. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to make them mad. Actually, Disney owns ABC. Disney may be bigger than Google now. I'm not no. sure. Di- are well, you Disney's kidding me? The, been around for a long time. The though. money Disney is making is insane. It's pretty right incredible. Now. Yeah. Yeah. If money talks, you're Anyways, probably right. But none of that matters. All to say, Uber may be going away, and Google may be owning the self-driving One car game. Email. I mean, we've all sent embarrassing emails accidentally, mm. probably. But yeah, you know. it makes you really think about how powerful your words are. Yeah. And what you're saying. And what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What do you got next, Kendall? 
All right. Disabled goldfish gets its own wheelchair in the internet cheers. So this goldfish, I have goldfish. That's why this is like really near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I love my goldfish. And um, sometimes they get like liver, like not liver, like bladder problems where they sink to the bottom and they can't swim. Oh, Yeah. One of my fish fishes, I guess that's a proper, um, does I think this. technically fishies. Fish, fishies. Fish, fishies. I think it's what you're supposed to say. Fishies. One fishy, fishies. two fishy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Um, this happens to her. Her name's Chloe. Your and, fish's name is Chloe? Yeah, and she floats upside down and sinks to the bottom because of this. And so this guy in a pet store saw this fish doing this. Mm-hmm. And so he grabs some foam and some of this like medical tape and like all this stuff and builds him this little tiny wheelchair that keeps him upright and floating. <laughs> That is adorable. I love it. It gives me hope for my fish. I didn't think you were supposed to touch fish. Yeah. No, you can't. My dad touches our fish all the time because they stay with my parents. I can't have fish in an apartment. I thought that that like I thought you meant they like had to fish sit. Like they had to actually like go over (laughs) there. Why can't you have fish in an apartment? Well, I mean, I could, but I feel like all of my roommates would kill Uh, them or something. I thought it was like a policy. No fish allowed. <laughs> like they must have had a really bad experience with fish to make a policy that you can't have fish in an apartment complex. But I would think that if you attached like styrofoam and tape to a delicate, you know, creature of the sea, mm-hmm. that it would not be good. What Danae is saying is, don't try this at home because, if you're not an expert. Well, this he guy wasn't, wasn't an expert. expert. Why? Well, you know what? He got lucky. You know. And, and aren't fish not supposed to float to the top? Or is it, does it take it to the? Yeah. If my yeah. fish was floating. Or was sinking to the bottom of the tank upside down. I just assumed they had passed on. I have, I have, literally, I have pictures of my fish playing dead. But, but not just really. It's just bladder problems. Yeah. They just pop back to life. Like I didn't realize wow. it happens. It really does happen. Mm-mm. It's a thing. Huh. So. I yeah. kind of want to see a picture of this little wheelchair, though. Oh, there's a whole video. Why are there? Uh, why are I'll there, show you. First of all, I have a couple problems with this. <laughs> first of all. What the, are there are there wheels? Why would there be wheels? No, it's styrofoam. I understand. Oh. It's like also, an upside down wheelchair. Is it a chair? <laughs> the fishes don't need chairs. They swim. <laughs> what would it be called? It sounds I think like calling, a, calling it a wheelchair is just to give you the visual that you mm-hmm. need. Well, not the visual that's correct, though. Okay, what would I'm, you call it? I'm visualizing a goldfish in a little bitty <laughs> <A> wheelchair. <laughs> On the bottom of the tank? Yes, just upside down. in the little pebbles. <laughs> it's like... That does not seem functional. <laughs> oh my goodness! Call it a raft or something. I don't know. That's, That's you know. true. Yeah, like a safety raft, a float buddy, a safety harness, a float buddy, a harness, a harness. I like that. Yeah, it keeps them floating. Uh, my last one um, that I'm not supposed to actually do. No, wait. Is this my last one? Yeah, it's my yeah, last one. That's it. Um, is boy finds huge 7.44 carat diamond in Arkansas State Park. I saw that headline. I didn't read the article, though, so I'm, I'm interested to know what happened with that. Well, did you know, you, like, there's, you can go, and I think you spend, like, $10. I've done this. You have. I've panned for gold, like, in the uh, Colorado River and done things like that, where you pay a little fee and you get to keep whatever you find. Right. Yeah. Same thing happens here. Kids there for 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> Stop. I know so many people go to do this. Yes. There's still some people who do it for a living, too. Like, they yeah. get all, you know, mm. professed out and they know where to go. I just and... feel like you never really find anything. No. He no, we didn't. walking along the riverbank in the crater of diamonds when he saw a glimmering brown stone on the ground about the size of a pinto bean. And he knew that the rock was special. So he calls his dad over. They went and had it taken. Uh, they went to take a look at what it was and found out that it was the one of the top it was number seven of the biggest diamonds ever, ever found. found wow in it's that amazing. space and it was just laying on the ground yeah just laying on the ground he didn't have to dig for it he just saw it <laughs> glimmering in the light wow he named the diamond because that's it's now his and so now the diamond has a name um he named it superman <laughs> which nice. he loves the man of steel um and he just plans on taking it home as a souvenir <laughs> oh <laughs> already then so so the park has had a finder's keepers policy uh, there have been 75,000 diamonds unearthed in that park since they were discovered there in 1906. Does it say anything about the value? Did you mention the approximate value? There's nothing specifically in this one, mm-hmm. but I've looked at values of diamonds before, and I think it just depends on the clarity of it yeah. 
and if they're going to cut it. Right, but, how it can be cut. You know, is there a way to cut it where it can be a, you know, a gemstone? As a 14-year-old kind of kid, I think he's just planning on taking Superman home and, like, sticking it in a box. <laughs> See, this is, you remember the kid who won the lottery and gave it to his 19 parents? 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they should have a meeting, you know, where that kid, <laughs> like, passes them. on his, you know, his, his information. He's like, listen. You may want to talk to your parents about this. Right. Not just keep Superman at home. Like, you know, it might, you might be, good be able someday, to, you might be able to help the family out a little bit. I'm just saying if it was my kid, we'd have a conversation. Or save it for your future wife, you know? Mm-hmm. Says Kendall, who is single. <laughs> I'd, if he Hello. was older, I'd get his number. No, a thousand times no. <laughs> Sell it for maximum value and buy a small gym for your future no. wife. Like what's the like <laughs> I I really I no I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> no, I do. I do too. <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> I find I find so much. I have such a problem with the fake value we put as if like a stone is representative of a relationship or an mm. emotion or like that money can be used for such greater things than some sort of fake symbol of something that that cannot be encapsulized but it's the one thing that you have your entire life of that person even after they pass away you still have that memory like you know so that could be any that that could be a dirty sock like that doesn't have to be a diamond i know you could you could represent that with anything could burn that's true diamonds they are pretty yeah i just don't i don't buy into gym culture though i got i got really fortunate and then my wife and i agree on this stuff like you know yeah you did as far as like gifts and like spending a bunch of money on roses and that kind of stuff like it's just Mm. what a waste if my future husband were like here is a piece of string this is your wedding band i Mm -hmm. would totally take it 100 percent. like you love that person and that is you know that's what they give you that's how my parents raised me but if they have like a seven carat diamond laying around, <laughs> name Superman. And they want to put it on my string. finger. It's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> well, I hope you find that man, Kendall. Oh, thanks. That can be worth a piece of string and a diamond. Oh, that's that's good. That that's the goal someday. <laughs> someday my prince will come. Well, Kendall, we think you're worth a diamond. <laughs> yeah. Stop I mean, we're that. we're not going to so give sweet. you one. More than a <laughs> Superman. <laughs> More than Superman. <laughs> All right, here's my final one. Teen admits he jumped into crocodile-infested river to impress girl. Uh, this happened in, of course, Australia. I was going to say Florida. There's <laughs> <laughs> strange things happening in Florida. It happened in Australia? Yeah, Lee DePaz is his name. He was out with his already girlfriend, you know, um, and they were talking about how dangerous this river was and how many crocs are in there, and he wanted to impress her, so he just jumped right in. I don't well, know that I would be impressed as a girl. Immediately. Would you, Kendall? Mm-hmm. No, okay. I would be like, no. um, we're over. <laughs> you are way too risky. You have confused, you have confused stupidity with impressing me. Okay, um, so he jumps in. He jumps in immediately. He's attacked <gasps> by Stop giant it. crocodiles. I was um, kind of thinking maybe he was just like, Haha. I know. I thought it was he just was attacked. Be like oh no, he was attacked. Grabbed his arm right off the bat. He oh punches my. the croc in the face. <gasps> pokes it in the eye. When he pokes it in the eye, it finally lets go. He gets out. Uh, I, I won't give you like the details that, that he gives, but he says it was basically like a scene out of Jaws. He had to get to the hospital and oh they had to work goodness. on his arm. And that is was, blowing my mind. Yeah. Where he had so, like bacteria in his arm and is fighting diseases. So he here are some of the quotes and from nightmares. this guy. Uh, from the guy? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He says, holy crap, I'm gone for sure was my first thought. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's probably that's, what you would yep. be thinking. Um, and then he said, at that point, I punched it in the, the snout. The second hit, I got straight in the eye, and then it let go. This is the girlfriend now. There was splashing and screaming, she says. And then he says, she's beautiful, caring, and kind. I didn't know there was a croc there. I just done it for Sophie. <laughs> so It's young love. Aww. This reminds me of the guy who wanted to impress, and so he tried to jump between roofs, and then he got stuck between two yes! walls. The things was it last do? year? Yes. Did you see that one? No. Kid got stuck between a couple of walls of buildings because he wanted to impress a girl and like jump roofs. And Hmm. they had to break, they had to shut the restaurants down on either side of it and then break through the walls of the restaurant to get him out. How embarrassing. Can you imagine? And he like got away with like a broken ankle or something. I just don't feel like that's impressive at all. Like you want to impress me? Go get a good job. Make a life. Like 
No. Give me some security. Yeah. After uh, <laughs> That's after, not. After the traumatic experience, uh, he says he's still smitten with Patterson and says they plan to see a movie together once he's released from the hospital. Oh, a movie. So, it's far more demure. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee is probably where they'll end up going I with wonder that, if but. he'll have a complex for the rest of his life. I don't think there's much complex about him. I, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like he's he's thinking a lot of this through. I just can't like that. Totally took me into just a whole other realm. I just don't. I don't understand how you could just be walking along with someone that you love and they're beautiful and you like them and and then suddenly it's like I know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> to, right to really honor this person. I'm telling you, I'm gonna risk my life and jump into a crock pit. I, there is, we've talked about it before. The last thing to develop in your brain is thinking ahead, you know, is that idea of like processing things and making a choice. What like was you his just first do thought stuff. when he jumps in? I'm gone for sure. I'm gone for sure. Mm-hmm. But at least I got to look on that beautiful girl of mine. That's right. <laughs> She'll be oh. so impressed at my funeral. <laughs> Um, I yeah. can't. I can't imagine. Listen, I have four boys. Would they I, do that? I absolutely no. I am. I am. They just, would not. I do not doubt for a second any of them could have I made that choice at some point to. in like, their life. No, that's disturbing. Girl. This is why. This is why you just try to keep boys alive <laughs> until their brain sets. <laughs> you know, it's like just keep them alive and breathing until their brain is settled and away from crocodiles. Apparently. Mm-hmm. It's true. In buildings. I mean, there's so many times. I mean, just recently they told us that they dared their, you know, four-year-old brother to drive his, you know, tricycle across a busy street and back when he was, you know, four what? or whatever. It's just like the things you don't know happened. It's it's or you'll walk into him in a room and they're, you know, standing on or you'll come home and they're standing on the roof getting ready to jump off with a bed sheet because they think it'll work as a parachute, <laughs> you know, like it's just they don't think things through. <laughs> I can kind of remember feeling that way, <laughs> I guess. Like you're invincible. Yeah. I remember feeling like that too. But well, I think I always had the common sense to not jump into a crock pit. I think it's a little different. <laughs> but That's we, true. I'm glad he survived. I didn't realize he was going to get attacked. I didn't That either. was super shocking I to thought me. it was what like a What did you think thing? happened? Like what? I thought it was clickbait. Yeah. Jumps into crock infested, you know, like, okay, he jumps in, but they weren't around there and he Turns just crawled out, out. it was crock bait. He landed. Oh, wow. <laughs> wah, wah. He probably landed on top of the croc, and the croc was like, get off of me, you know. And Oh, I no, I think the croc was hungry. They Are they always hungry? I mean, I, they'll take a free was... meal. I don't think I mean, there's I any moment too. where they won't take a free meal. So... Me too. Yep. I'm <laughs> yep. with the croc on this one. Man. Nobody's blaming the croc. Nope. Why would you blame the croc? No, he knows no <laughs> He's better. He's doing his thing. Chat says, he says something like, as you wish. <laughs> as he left. C-O-U-S's? I don't believe they exist. <laughs> Before we move on to our game time for this episode, just a reminder, uh, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do that. The podcast network that uh, Shoe the Dough is a part of is supported through your gifts. So for $3 a month, you get your own exclusive podcast feed where you get the amazing pre-shows that happen before every show. Uh, For instance, we talked a lot about fake laughter during this pre-show. That totally you may have missed. So. Every time you laugh during this whole thing, was that all that you thinking about? Like, yeah, I was real? like, is he is actually? Fake? Does he think it's funny? Eventually, oh, I learned to let it go. I know, I know. You explained it, but no, so. no, no. I just, I just was gonna say, I, it's always, I always think it's funny when I laugh. That's actually not true, but for the most part, uh, it is. Auth- I think things are authentically funny. If I yeah, laugh. but then I'm not, questioning, like. Are you actually being authentic at this moment? Or are you just laughing? That's why I hesitate to ever tell people. Ooh. That's why I hesitate to ever tell people. But you have. You've told the world. I know. You told. I know. Yep. Unless you're not a Patreon supporter, then you have no then you idea have no what we're, idea talking, what we're about. talking about. So, good news, bad news. Patreon is kind of like Kickstarter, but it's a monthly support setup. So, it's patreon.com slash studio DNA. That is where we are right now. We're in the bunker right now in our little studio creating shows like this and others. So if you want to learn more about what we do and possibly support it, we appreciate you looking into it. Again, the website is patreon.com slash studio DNA. On to our game time. And the three of us will now play another game of true or false. We're on a true or false kick right now. I kind of love it because it's, it's fun. It's fun to try to figure out. And I always learn stuff. Yeah, I do too. Which I love. I love learning stuff when it's fun. So it's just like we're wrapping a, you know, a history lesson or something. In West 
Philadelphia. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> That's geography. All right, here are your choices for categories. Okay. Ireland, Outstanding Women, <laughs> Love Stories, The Second World War Leaders, or Deserts. I feel like love stories. Oh, I'm sorry. That's is what we should desserts. desserts. <laughs> oh, desserts. I feel like we should do love stories or another one that we kind of like grant because Kendall wanted to do love stories last time. I just remember that. I also like eating. So, so desserts dessert could be it. Could be a good one. Desserts or love stories. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think you know more about? I'm gonna say desserts is probably what I know more about. Yeah, I mean I'm single, so don't know a lot about the love story thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Plus, I've been watching the Great British Bake Show, so oh. maybe I know more than I think I do. Sounds yeah. like we're going with desserts. And I'm really hungry, so. But BDG brings up that the love stories does tie into the croc story. Too late. I already clicked desserts. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 15 true or false questions about desserts. True or false. <laughs> Matcha cake is made with pistachio powder. False. Matcha cake is made with pistachio powder. Now, matcha is spelled M-A-T-C-H-A. Matcha. And it does look green. Matcha, matcha cake. I have a picture of matcha cake here. Mm-hmm. If that would help. I want to eat a matcha cake. Mm-hmm. Um, pistachios are green. Yeah, if it's green cake. The cake is green. Have you ever had matcha tea? No. It's a, you can get it at Starbucks or at any coffee shop. Is it made with pistachio powder? I don't think think so i it's a type of like a tea it's really good for you mm. I, I mean you, you sound know. like you're the only one with any kind of knowledge but of this, I, so. be, if matcha is really pistachio i'm gonna be shocked because it's a drink too so i don't know i have no my instinct idea. is it is but because it's green I don't be, know. but it's yeah it's just based on the fact that it's green and it seems too weird to invent that question that's true. You know what I mean? Like, that seems like a weird... I love it when we go into the psychology of the question itself. Oh, that's itself. what's one of the funnest parts. <laughs> of... Listen, that's how that's how I aced all my true or false questions in school. You got to think about, you know, the psychology behind writing the question. Matcha. Doesn't Matcha. it seem like a weird question to invent? Matcha. They're all strange. They are. They all are. right, we'll go with false. We'll go with false. Because Kendall knows... Oh, but then if you do... It's, it's okay. okay. Hey, listen. I've all, ruined we'll, so many questions. That's right. We all have that <laughs> the pressure. The first one. Yeah. Uh, we're going with false. Good job. It is false. Yes! Uh, and you know what, Kendall, it says? Matcha cake is made with a very fine green tea powder. <gasps> so there you go. Boom. My love of coffee. <laughs> it saves us. The Japanese Nicely cake done. does not contain pistachios. All right. Question number two. True or false? In ancient times, cinnamon was used for embalming. Oh, I've never heard. Times cinnamon was used for embalming (laughs) because cinnamon's a dessert. Now we're talking about embalming. (laughs) Cool, good visual. Cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Don't forget the cinnamon. cinnamon. (laughs) Very nice. Don't Don't forget forget the cinnamon. cinnamon. (laughs) I have no idea what that is, but apparently it's a real thing. thing. Listen, Danae starts singing random songs about anything we mention. Generally, I just assume it's coming off the top of her head. And then you started singing along. So I'm left with one of two options. Either you have a psychic connection or that's a real song. Psychic connection. Yep. That's the one we're going with. Uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of spices yeah, like and different things were used I think for frankincense and- embalming and embalming. It wouldn't surprise me. And it has it has such a distinct smell that would make sense. Yeah, let's just say yes. All right, we're gonna go with true on this. Yeah, I think we're all leaning that way. Yeah, true. It is true. Wow. Perfect. Used by the Egyptians for embalming the dead. All right, true or false? Nougat comes from Germany and Austria. Nougat. Nougat. N o u g a t. Nugget. Nougat. Nougat. No get. Now it's nougat. No get it. Is that like fig newtons? No, it's the it's the like the pasty nougat? stuff like in um I think Snick or Milky Way has nougat in it, doesn't it? Or Snickers? Oh. I'm really glad we're talking about Hey, listen, this desserts. Sweets. <laughs> yeah. Are you hungry? Makes, yeah, I'm really hungry right now. So <laughs> <laughs> Um I just don't know the origin of the word. Yeah. Is it German and Nougat. Sounds a little German, right? Ger- German, Austria. Yeah, let's say All yes. That same area. Let's say yes. Yeah. Nougat. I really have no clue. So Nougat. yes is good. Mm. 
don't know. I'm I, not confident on this one, not? but but let's go with true. Nope, that's false. Oh. It is a confectionery typical of Mediterranean countries. Mm. Well, now you know. Yep. Uh, true or false, sorbet, or sorbet, <laughs> is a mixture of pureed, or pureed, <laughs> fruit and skim milk. Sorbet is a mixture of pureed fruit and skim milk. I thought it was, I thought it was more like water based, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, skim milk is kind of like water, so. Don't you start with me. <laughs> skim milk is the best milk. I've never not. had sorbet. Anything above skim milk tastes like cream. Sorbet is delicious. It's but, kind of like sherbet. Wait, you've never had sorbet? No. I wonder if you thought it was dairy based, in which case, if this is true, it is. That's what I'm saying is I don't, I, I thought maybe I could have sorbet because I, it wasn't dairy. But I've never, mm. I still never have never had it. I thought What's it was more. sherbet? I always called it sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling like I'm evaluating a lot of my history right now and how I pronounce that word. I've heard it called sherbet. I think, I think it's, it's sherbet. Sher- no, it's sherbet. 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 Oh, now I'm questioning. <laughs> I think it's sherbet. No, it's sherbet. There's no R in it. It's sherbet. At the end. I think it's sherbet. <laughs> How to pronounce How sherbet. to pronounce sherbet. So is this sorbet? Is it sorbet? Sorbet. <laughs> sherbet? 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 First things sherbet. first, let's get the pronunciation done before we proceed. Though it can be spelled as sherbet or sherbet, most experts agree that the correct pronunciation is sherbet. There you go. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. Let's go get some sherbet. I think that should, that should count as a bonus correct for me. But we're not even talking about no, sherbet. We're talking, we're about, talking, we're talking about, about sorbet, sorbet. But I'm wondering if the difference between sherbet and sorbet oh, is, 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 milk? is the dairy. Milk. Mm. Could be. Or the real fruit. Because I don't think. I know. I think that there's real fruit. And I think that's one of the draws Sherbet. To it. I, I like kind of want to go with you and go false and say it's water-based. That it's like oh. ice chips and Yeah. Fruit. I'm thinking it's more water-based. Okay, guys. I'm fine and with I getting another sher- one wrong. I think sherbet is, is more dairy-based. We did based. get cinnamon right. <laughs> that's right. That's Let's right. agree. So we're going with false. That is false. Woo! Sorbets Woo. contain no milk, cream, nor egg. These yes. are frozen desserts made from fruit juice, water, Sugar and sometimes flavored with a liqueur. Liqueur. <laughs> now we know. Good job, guys. I love it. We're thinking our yeah. thinking our way through these. That's right. Huh. True or false? The Aztecs were the first to serve chocolate as a drink. Mm. The Aztecs Brilliant. were Sounds the delicious. first to serve chocolate as a drink. Brilliant. Like My a instinct on this is true. The Let's... Aztecs did a lot of cool stuff. And terrifying things as well. <laughs> that is that is true. That's true of most societies. They were a bit brutal, Aaron. <laughs> That's true. Uh, chocolate as a drink to their sacrifices before. Right, exactly. <laughs> before you can enjoy were... one last thing. You go. What do you guys think? I think it's possible. I do too. I just don't know enough about it. Yeah. Um, let's go through. Okay. I just have a strong. All right. You have a strong, feeling. strong instinct on this, on this See, one. See, you do have intuition, Thank Aaron. You. Thank you. You do check in on it that It is stuff. also correct. <laughs> Oh, really? Yep. Yay. That's good Interesting. One. The Aztecs were the first to serve chocolate as a drink. They also mixed it with hot chili peppers to make it really, quote unquote, hot. So spicy. Oh, spicy. Can you imagine chili peppers spicy in your hot chocolate? chocolate? Yes. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Oh, wow. Well, guess who can't? <laughs> this guy. True or false? Fortune cookies are not Chinese. True. True. What are they? They are American. You think they were invented in America? Even like post-Europe? Yeah. Okay. That's possible. It's very possible they were an invention of early American Chinese restaurants. Yeah. To I think, feel. I think I remember seeing or reading or hearing a podcast or something like that. And it was a very brief mention about that. But they, I don't, they're not Chinese. Yeah. All it's right. like I'm, con- I'm confident. and cashew chicken. That's not Chinese. But I have been very confident in the past. That's and true. been wrong. So well, let's Spring- just find out. Springfield cashew chicken isn't Chinese, but original cashew chicken is. Isn't it? Springfield salt cashew chicken is what? Not Chinese. I don't Chinese. think that's actually no. Chinese. Like crabber and goons, they don't have those in China. So we're going with true. Fortune cookies are not Chinese. That's correct. Yes. True. That is true. They were probably invented in the early 1900s in San Francisco. Oh. So there you go. Interesting. Yep. True or false? The melting point of chocolate is just below our natural body temperature. Oh, that would make so much sense. Because it melts so. in your hand? Yeah, it yeah. melts. 
so perfectly. True. I want an M&M so bad right now. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> Those don't melt in your hand. Well, that's the thing. They melt in your in your hands. mouth. Mouth and mouth, not in your hand. But you like, can you can like you can melt the chocolate on the inside. And yeah. Then, oh, like, that's my, microwaving M and M's is my favorite. Wait, thing. hold on a second. We just went somewhere I was not expecting. <laughs> Head tilt. Microwaving M and M's. Yes. To explosion or Do they explode? No, oh. they don't. They just get melted in the inside. So when you bite into a bunch of them at once, it's like crunchy with like warm chocolate. Also, first degree burns on the inside oh, of your mouth. No, <laughs> no. You have to do it like the perfect temperature. You got down to a science. Yes. Wow. What about Reese's Pieces? Because that sounds delicious also. Yeah. Like melting the peanut butter on the uh, yeah. inside? You could probably, but Ooh. I feel like peanut butter has a higher melting rate. So also it would have to sugar be warmer. Also, a lot more sugar, I think, in peanut butter. So I that feel like might you burn would you. burn. Yeah. I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, so you guys are feeling true. Mm-hmm. I don't I think feel it's true. strong way, one way or the, the other. The melting point of chocolate is just a degree. What was it again? Uh, is just below our natural body temperature. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. It just sounds like something that would be made up because it seems so right, but I'm going with you guys. It is true. Woo! <laughs> that is literally why it melts in your we mouth. We know our chocolate. That's makes right. sense. That means it makes so much sense. Apple pie was unlike an, eyeballs that are the same size <laughs> than when you're born. I still haven't gone over that. Call back to last episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that nonstop since that episode. Because it's one of that was st- one of our greatest conversations. Because you were so sure. Mm-hmm. So was Kindle. We both I was immediately. Too, yes, true. It, and it's just it again. It is such a, a confirmation of how we believe something just because we've been told it. You yeah, know, my whole life, and you believe it so strongly because it's been a hard. Been told, it's been a, you know? it's, since our last episode. It's been difficult for me, but I've I, a lot I've of accepted things the truth. have been difficult for me <laughs> since that episode. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Chew the dough, making life difficult for so many people. <laughs> True or false? Uh, we're on question number eight. Apple pie was an American creation from the beginning of the colony. Now that's just begging to be false. But it's Thanksgiving. Like, but it's like <clears throat> American as apple pie is a statement, right? That's what, what I'm saying. It's be- yeah, it's begging to be false. I think it's apple false. pie. Yeah, a pastry like that would have had to have been invented France. in yeah in France or yeah. somewhere else. Like yeah, like nobody thought to put apples in a pie. Before, before America? Not true. This is this has got to be bologna. All right. Bolo- or pie. Bologna pie is delicious. Yeah. Got it? Excuse me. Bless All right. you. Uh, we're going with false? I'm always afraid that if I sneeze, I'm going to start laboring or something at this point. Because <laughs> just well, everything tightens up show. so quickly. Do it for the show. <laughs> Come um, on, baby. Apple pie was an American creation, so we're going with false. Here we go. That is false. Woo! Although apple pie is a typical dish from the United States, it was enjoyed in Europe long before the discovery of the New World. Thank you. I feel like we are nailing these. We are. We're doing good. I feel like we are really getting these. Well, we're all passionate about dessert dessert and food. And we're all hungry. (laughs) We're coming to you on this one, Danae. In Norway. Oh, no. Kransikaki. Kransikaki. Kransekaka. Can you spell it for me? Kransekaka. Uh, K-R-A-N-S-E-K-A-K-E. Okay. I'm not, I'm not hitting enter on my search because I'm afraid it's going to reveal right, the yeah, yeah, I right, right, right. look at the spelling. Is reserved for the celebration of the national holiday. In Norway, whatever this dessert is, Krensakaki, is reserved for the celebration of the national holiday. Can I phone a friend? Nobody's allowed to eat it except on their national holiday. Do you have holiday. a friend in Norway? I do. That's why I said this one's going to you today. Um, her name is Mariana. She was my parents' um, student, like foreign exchange student, oh. several years ago. And she's coming back in just a few weeks. She's going to spend five weeks here. Wow. All right, we're going to put <clears throat> we're going to put this question off for a couple weeks then, so we can talk <laughs> yeah. to Mariana. All right, to be continued. Bye. <laughs> but I don't know the answer. That sounds like an interesting thing. It does. It does sound. They're, if it they're is very true, traditional. if it is true, I guarantee you there are many people. Who break the rule? You know what I mean. Like, there's no way if there was a delicious the dessert. The cocky police. Yeah, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no way. I just want to hear her say it. She would know. She has a love of specific kinds of um, mm-hmm. candies and things like that. So if it's a recipe for like a cake or something, I don't know. It would kind of maybe be like Peeps. Gross. They're that's horrible. Reserved I for love Easter. Peeps. I eat peeps all year round. What you talking about? Oh. They started making Christmas peeps and and 
Halloween peeps They're and Fourth of today. July peeps. They're real. People who like peeps are peeps. real. I'm here. I still love you. I live to speak about it. <laughs> I love my peeps. It's just sugar covered in sugar. That's uh, true. Uh, but there's a flavor to it yeah, that's so there's wrong. A nastiness. They have like fruit punch ones now and oh all the above. Yes. We went to the Mall of America and there's a peep store there. <gasps> Stop it. And <laughs> they make like big plush peeps that you can take home with you and because I hate them so much. Like this is something that we're just never gonna have in common. <laughs> But I hate them so much. My husband was like, kept bringing stuff to me, like, get away from me. I had to leave. They put me into a state of trauma. If you were a sloth, you'd die. I you would. <laughs> I would possibly Peeps would die. Kill Peeps you. would kill me because they stressed me out. <laughs> right. Uh, back to Crayon Sakaki. Let's say, I kind of want this to be true because I think it's kind of a neat thing. Like it a is tradition. Cool. But yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. Do you have any true. idea? No, let's, let's just go with true. true. Let's go with true. Let's just hope this is true. Um, Uh-oh. It's false. Oh. Uh, Krinsakaki is traditionally served on special occasions such as weddings, baptisms, and New Year celebrations. So it's not just a one-time thing. Not just thing. once. Have and you... it's also in Denmark and Norway. So it's, uh, in a, okay. it's in a couple Scandinavian countries. So this is... is Yes, I had a picture of it. Yeah, that's... Wow. It's very it's like elaborate. Tower. Yeah, it's like an iced tower, tower of cookie pastry. Cookie tower or yeah. something. Mm. Yeah. Or like thin donuts. This is something that would be on a, on a technical challenge on my baking show I love. True or False. Pastel de nata is a pastry typical of Berber cuisine. I have no idea, What is man. Berber? What is pastel? <laughs> you know, it's what is Danaka? It's light Easter colors. Uh, pastel de nata is a pastry typical of Berber cuisine. What is Berber? Uh, this is going to be... Quick throwback to that last dessert. BDG must have looked it up. He said it's the Jenga of desserts, which <laughs> is hilarious. because It looks like that, yeah. Uh, this is a complete guess. I don't even know what Berber cuisine is. Do you guys? Do you guys know what Berber cuisine no. is? I know what Berber carpet looks like. <laughs> oh. uh, Nick in the chat said pastel is good. So potentially someone in the chat right now has actually had some of this. Wait, so it's not a color; it's an actual thing. It's like a pastry. I guess it's a pastry. Yeah, probably pastry of whatever nata is. I feel like it might be Hispanic. The last one was false, right? It looks like it's some sort of like flambe like it looks like a dessert that's been like burned on the top okay but, but it's that's a pastry. more of a cream yeah it's i like, like creme cooked... brulee that's it, yummy if it's burned on the top that's a not a pastry well it is a pastry it's it's definitely breaded on the bottom oh but none of that matters mm. no none of that matters <laughs> it just matters with its berber culture so we're going with true because we have no clue we have no of either have of these no things idea. so let's just go with true Okay. It's false. Uh, <laughs> it's typical of Portuguese cuisine. Oh, it's of course. A, it's a kind of flan, sometimes enjoyed warm. So there you go. So that, yeah, that makes sense. Torched. Torched. True or false? The word dessert comes from the French verb deservir, meaning to clear the table. Ooh. Mm. That's an interesting question. Yeah, because you know your parents were always like, you can only have dessert if you clear the table. It's true. So clear the table. It's time for dessert. That's right. So the French were like, "Deservir, get out of here." Previous <laughs> stuff. It's time for the sweet stuff. I can see this being true. Ooh, I can see it being true too. I'm nervous because we I'm clearly ne- don't know the answer. I know. I wish I knew French. Foreign country desserts. Did, any, did either of you take like a year of French or anything? I, I took Spanish. Me too. I, I I tried to listen on Palringo or whatever. <laughs> no, what's it called? One of those du- Duolingo. apps. Duolingo. Mm, I don't know if you would learn the language very true. well if you can't even remember what the app is named. Seems like you may have a memory issue there. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I have the biggest excuse of all. All resources have been diverted to My baby. instinct is this is false, but we can go true. Mm, I don't know. It just seems like a very, it seems like a made up fact. How do you say the, how do you put the word? Deservere? Yeah. D-E-S-S-E-R-V-I-R. Deservere, okay. I would imagine. I'm kind of going to go with false. Okay. All right. We're going false. That's true. Uh, why? I really wanted to say that it was true because I was like, that kind of seems like a cool it does one. Seem, I know. It does seem like true. It but did. we've done that emotional response the last, the last two and been yeah. wrong. And then look what happens. <laughs> See? See what happens? 
I think we're going to get this one. Question number 12. True or false? Cherry is one of the three flavors in traditional Neapolitan ice cream. False. Traditional? The, so it would be, be chocolate, vanilla, and, and strawberry. strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. Not cherry. Not cherry. False. False. That is false. Phew. We're back. We're back. Yeah. I, I feel was, like we're in our wheelhouse I again. was never able to eat that as a kid because I'm allergic to strawberries. So... That's, oh, a wow. rough, sad. that's a rough subject. For I me. literally. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> when Neapolitan ice cream is served, I literally cut it into three pieces and so that you have go separate? one at a time. Yeah. Because you don't I have to can't, I can't mix. mix them. And the little parts that are connecting don't get eaten. Well, how do you feel about um, the banana banana float things? Like a banana split? Yeah. How do you feel about those? Oh. I like stuff on bananas, a good. Co- uh, combining taste but it's a boat of a whole bunch of different mixes of stuff oh no if i no no no, i can't do a banana split with different ice creams it has to be the same ice cream yeah yeah it would you have to be like chocolate on banana it's one of the things i like loved it. is that you could do a variety yeah mm. this is before my parents realized i was lactose intolerant <laughs> i had a lot of problems <laughs> which you're not right now i'm not so I've weird been hopefully forever changed like miraculously that i can have ice cream and milk now it's so wonderful I've always been able to have like super processed cheese, mm-hmm. which just tells you something that it's not really that great because <laughs> um, it's more plastic than it is probably cheese. But if it's like a really good cheese, like a cheese plate that you, know, you have when you go to a fancy party or mm. something, I can't have those cheeses because it's too much. But I did have ice cream and it was traumatic and amazing at the same time because <laughs> I was constantly concerned that I was making a terrible, terrible <laughs> but mistake. But nothing happened. But nothing happened. Oh. I texted my husband. I said, I've either made a terrible mistake or I've done something amazing and I've been cured of my lactose intolerance. And then I kept sending him a text every 10 minutes. Still okay. Still okay. <laughs> For the rest Guess of the day. pregnant makes it worth it. Yeah. All right. We've got three questions to go. Okay. We have eight so far correct. Okay. The lowest we've ever had. Don't, don't pressure. Is nine. <gasps> so we have to get two out of three of these right. Okay. Not to tie the lowest we've ever had. Okay. okay. And we were doing so good. True or false? The man who invented cotton candy was a dentist. Yes. Let's say yes. Because that'd be hilarious. That would be. So all of the people would have to come see him. Yeah. The man who invented cotton candy was a dentist. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be no. How do you invent cotton candy? I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, you have to have a machine and you have to have all these little pellets and it's like, shoots out let me let me go through some logic here for you cotton candy is designed that you don't eat it with your teeth mm, it's it sugar that mouth. you can consume it just melts in your mouth so logically mm. a dentist actually huh. probably would like cotton candy because it skips the sugar on the teeth let's say yes yeah i'm in for yes I'm all right in for true let's go yeah. true that is true <laughs> yes Woo-hoo! Dr. William James Morrison invented cotton candy. He was also a dentist and became the president of the Tennessee State Dental Association in 1894. Wow. But it didn't say why he invented it. Well, that's just my little little story that I'm going to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. What's his name again? Uh, I don't. I, I've already moved on. Okay, good. True or false? Tarte Tatine was created following a careless mistake. Yes. Tarte tatine. Don't even know what that is. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of foods are made by accident. <laughs> I think all foods are made by accident. I think so. Otherwise, they'd already be a food. Except, right? Except for grass. You know, back in the yeah. day, and it's like, that's not an But accident. every food starts with somebody going, I think I'll put this in my mouth. And see what happens. And see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was poisonous. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> uh, we're going with yes. Perfect. That is true. Goal has been met. It was the restaurateur Stephanie Tatine who, while preparing an apple pie, forgot to put the pastry in the bottom of the plate. When she saw her omission, she simply added the pastry over the apples. Then she baked the pie and turned it over before serving. Her customers adored it, and thus Tarte Tatine was born. Hmm. And that is why you just go with the flow, people. If you make a mistake, just wing it because someone might love it. Final question. And then you'll become famous. Not that we'd ever heard of her or her talk. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> True or false? The name of the phyllo pastry? Philo. Philo pastry? Comes from the Greek, Greek word philion, which means to fill. I would say no. 
because the phyllo pastry, I think, are the ones that are layered, like with butter. Okay, they're the ones. They look layered. It, it's like they puff up. It's like a phyllo pastry is like a like a puff pastry. Yeah, it's more of a puff pastry. I think like a phyllo dough, a phyllo pastry. Okay. Oh wait, but it means to fill. Yeah, because they do fill them. A phyllo, like a phyllo pastry, is filled with something. Phylon, phylon, which but, means to fill. Greek word. But I don't. I don't know. Let's say I, I, I might I might actually say yes because phyllo dough is like used and stuff that you then put something in like a spanakopita or something. My my instinct is instinct is false because okay. it sounds like phyllo like somebody was trying to invent a question. They were like phyllo pastry. Well, phyllo kind of sounds like fill. So let's you know uh-huh. do phylon um, the Greek word. Well, well, the answer is in the chat. You want to read it, Aaron? <laughs> it's called phyla because it tastes like feet. <laughs> I do not believe that to be true. Um, what do you think, Kendall? Yeah, Kendall, break the tie. <laughs> I feel like this is not a good thing. I don't know. You feel it? I feel it's not <laughs> a good thing. I, man, I'm kind of leaning more towards no, that it's not. All right. Sorry today. We're going with false. It is false. Wow. Good job, guys. Um, It actually comes from a word meaning leaf. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, you do now. And that's yeah, the beauty that. of it. So how did we, we, we did We got better. 11. Is yeah. that our best so far? No, we always get 10 or 11. We're oh. always college graduate every <laughs> single time. Perfect. Every single so time. So we're consistent. One time I do think we got 12. One time. Was it the first time? Yeah, I think the first time we got like, like 12 a fluke. We're like, this game is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but we're always right. We're consistent, if nothing else. Uh, but we, we we knew our desserts there for a while. Yeah, until they started going all cultural. Well, listen, yeah. what do I need to know? You know, that put, is it, delicious. put it in your mouth, chew it up, eat it. It tastes good. Like, I, you know, I did learn about change. the Aztecs today. Yeah. I think yeah. I'll take that one with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they fed their victims hot chocolate <laughs> with chili pepper before <laughs> threw them in volcanoes. Yep. There you mm-hmm. go. I think that's exactly that's what happened. That's what we learned today on Shoe the Dough. <laughs> Thanks so much for shooting the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks again to Andy for doing a new intro for today. Don't forget, you can do your own intro for Shoe the Dough and send it to us by MP3. Uh, you can find the text at AaronAndDanae.com. Also, thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme music here at the beginning and end. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters who give monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. You can support. Starts at $3 a month. Comes with some pretty fun perks. That's at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, feel free to subscribe, rate, comment at your podcast player of preference, uh, especially if it's in iTunes. I know they use that to uh, get the podcast out to others. Although the best way for you to let people know about your love for Shoe the Dough and that they might enjoy it too is to actually just tell them. Tell a friend you think might enjoy the show uh, to give it a, a shot. And especially this month being Tripod Month. Tripodcast. Um, T-R-Y-P-O-D. But have permission before you take their phone out of their hands <laughs> and subscribe to Shooter Though for them. That's an important thing. Yes, make sure there is permission involved. But yeah, do a little extra, you know, tell them here's how you do podcasting. You may not even know it was on your phone. Here's how you listen. And um, it is rude to go to their photo gallery instead of to the podcast <laughs> app. Listen, listen, in general, just stay away from other people's photo galleries on their phone. You just never know. Look away. Yeah. You might be curious. Nope. Look away. Nope. Look away. Always. Uh, You can email us if you have anything else you want to say. Feedback at shoethedough.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.